back in the day before the invention of high-tech robotic golf ball pickers, low-wage country club workers would spend their after hours searching for stray golf balls all over the range. They would wash and resell them at a few cents each depending on the color of the balls. The rarer the color or newer the balls are, the higher the resale value. This is a story of Akmal who encountered something more than just golf balls on one fateful night. I am Wraith. This is Late Night Mysteries. one of the few water hazards designed to add both beauty and difficulty to the golf course. As there were no scheduled golf activity that night, they had decided to remain on the grounds after their shift ended. Hey, how much uh, did you get for selling that lot last week? About $100. Not bad after that back-breaking work, washing all those balls. Akmal whistled softly, impressed. A few weeks ago, he never would have thought that picking up stray golf balls, washing and selling them back could get him that much money. He had been enticed when Stephen had suggested they went around picking up stray golf balls that night. Their service maintenance job at the country club had given them the perfect opportunity for this side income. Akmal had decided to give it a go. He wished he had Stephen's dedication though. His partner had come prepared with a full set of snorkeling gear and yes, including masks and fins as well. What? You think you can find the balls floating around and you can easily scoop it out? They're at the bottom of the pond. You won't need this if you have gills like a fish. Eh, hey, Alama, you didn't say anything about going into the water. I thought we'll just pick up stray balls at the bushes, near the edges where the trees are. Akmal trailed off. He certainly 
didn't think it's going to be as complicated as that. Don't worry lah. You can still find a few stray balls along the way. I'll even share mine if I can find enough. Tonight, you can just help me by sitting there and wait for me to surface. They reached the edge of the course where the largest pond was. The body of water was so large it was labelled as the lake course by the management. Stephen wasted no time in getting ready to dive in. Akmal saw a lone white ball near some reed at the water's edge and he picked it up. As he watched Stephen disappear into the dark water, he gingerly took a seat near Stephen's belongings and stared down at the white ball in his hands. If I could find 50 more like this, <laughs> I don't have to ask Mia for transport money next week. <laughs> he chuckled as he thought of his girlfriend who had provided him extra cash that morning to tide him over until his next salary. Stephen surfaced not long after, cutting off his thoughts and threw a small netted bag near his feet. He emptied the wet bag containing about 10 golf balls onto the gunny sack and threw the empty bag at Stephen, who caught it cleanly before diving back in. As he prepared to settle down at the water's edge again, his eyes caught sight of someone walking slowly at the edge of the course. As the figure flitted in and out of the trees bordering the course, it began to register in him that the person was an old woman walking slowly and seemed to drag something heavy along with her. Eh, whose grandmother is there walking around in the middle of the night? Maybe looking for balls too? And what was that she was dragging? A dead body or what? <laughs> Akmal laughed softly to himself at the absurdity of his thoughts. As if sensing that she was being watched, she stopped and slowly turned to face him. He squinted as he could not make out how she really looked like. They both stared at each other for a good minute. Before his attention was broken again by Stephen resurfacing with yet another bag of balls. The next time he looked, the old woman had disappeared. Foo, hit the jackpot tonight. There were so many balls down there. Do these golfers even know how to play? Stephen joked happily as he climbed up the bank, breathing heavily. He emptied three full bags of balls into the gunny sack mentally counting the total amount he would get for the balls. Hey bro, if they knew how to play, you wouldn't find this many balls bro. How to top up that $100 you get that last week? <laughs> Akmal's voice of reason made Stephen laugh even more. He was in a good mood knowing that most of the balls would fetch him 
a good price. As he was busy toweling himself dry, Akmal grabbed his left elbow and whispered, Stephen, Stephen, there, 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 there. Did you see her? The old woman by the trees. Look, 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 look. Stephen turned and squinted at the general direction in front of them. He could see no one. What are you talking about? What old woman? You don't joke about these things, okay? I'm shivering enough already. I don't need another reason to shudder. Akmal turned and was shocked to see that the old woman appeared to be nearer now. She seemed to be walking slowly in the middle of the open course, dragging the heavy sack behind her. It was impossible not to see her, but as he saw that Stephen was acting like nothing of the ordinary was happening, he realized that he was the only one who could only catch her. Eh, eh, hurry up lah. We need to go now. We need to go now. I suddenly feel thirsty and I left my water bottle back in the locker. Akmal picked up the gunny sack containing the balls and walked quickly to the cart with Stephen following closely behind, grumbling softly. He quickly started the engine and drove off. Stephen had to hold on tight for his life as Akmal cursed the cart for not going fast enough. Halfway through the journey, he glanced to the side and gasped. The old woman appeared every few meters as they raced over the course. How could she be standing still on intervals? How could she run that fast to appear up ahead? He almost cried in relief when they reached the workers' quarters, almost ramming the cart into a rubbish bin. Hey, you okay or not? You need that water really badly, ah? I almost fell off back there. Akmal did not reply. Instead, he quietly helped Stephen with a heavy sack of golf balls into the small building. Inside, he himself over the nearest couch, exhausted. Akmal did not feel like hanging out there anymore and wished to go home immediately. He looked at Stephen, calmly diving the balls between two bags, one for each of them, and wondered if Stephen did not feel spooked by what he had seen. Sighing, he walked to the locker room next door to get his belongings. He was rummaging through the contents of his locker when he heard it, the sound of a bag of balls being dragged across the floor, slowly. Hey Stephen, quit playing around ah. It's getting late and we need to work early tomorrow. The sound grew nearer, convinced that it was Stephen playing around with the heavy sack. He slammed his locker door shut, causing the entire row of lockers to vibrate. What he was not ready for was 
the sight of the old woman right behind the door of his locker. Yes, just beside him. She was very near now. Very, very near. She was dripping wet and he could smell her rotten moldy scent as if she had been in the water for a long, long time. He stared at her glassy eyes as they held over him. Her hand reached out, <laughs> palms facing up as if asking him for something. <laughs> she then sneered before opening her rotten mouth. Akmal could not do much. He heard a voice screaming and then he lost consciousness. He awoke not long after with Stephen and Mr. Gazi, the security guard over him. He's awake. I thought we have to stay here all night. Hey, bro, you okay or not? Wah, I didn't know you can scream like that. Akmal glanced around. The old woman was gone. He nodded quietly as he accepted the cup of water Mr. Gazi handed to him. The elderly man gave him a strange look. You saw something, didn't you? Akmal can only nod quietly. The look of understanding on Mr. Gazi's face was enough to tell him that he might not be the only person to have encounters with the old woman. Mr. Gazi looked at them before adding seriously. Seems that you all are not the only ones interested in looking for lost golf balls tonight. Be careful next time. Never go out there alone, especially this late at night. Akmal ignored Stephen's puzzled face and stood up. I, I, I want to go home now. I want to go home now. Although his curiosity was almost killing him, Stephen knew enough not to question Akmal and Mr. Gazi, especially after hearing what the older man had said. Come, I'll send you home. They quickly packed up their belongings and left the place. Mr. Gazi let the two young men step outside the door before he turned back for one last look. <laughs> As he reached over to turn off the lights, he heard the unmistakable sound of a sack of golf balls being dragged along the floor near the lockers. first person who had a close encounter with the old woman with a sack of golf balls. Mr. Gazi, the security guard, must have his own encounters too. While the money is good for those looking for extra income, one would also need to bear in mind the hazards of such activity, especially 
when it is done without much supervision and worse, when the supernatural decides to pay you a visit. I am Rafe once again. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.